G'day and welcome to our latest blog post, converted to a podcast from the Food Microbiology Academy. I'm Dr. Philip Button. Now this is our podcast on key parameters for shelf life. Now food preservation is generally bad incorporation of multiple hurdles, which will either slow microbial growth, stop microbial growth, or eliminate microorganisms. Now, multiple hurdles are required because of the diversity of microbial contaminants likely to be present in a given food product. For example, the parameters dictating the growth of yeasts and mesophilic bacteria are pretty different. Different bacteria might be very different in this regard, as could be the different yeasts and even the different moulds from one another. Therefore, apart from achieving what is known as commercial sterility, in your product, and even this has exceptions, particularly with regard to spore-forming bacteria. No other preservation approach can be used for wide-spectrum application against all the so-called troublesome microorganisms that might be encountered. Hurdles can generally be classified as intrinsic, so these are factors that are present within the food, or extrinsic factors that are present external or outside of the food. And the three discussed below in our blog post are generally the most important for preservation of most food products. Therefore, these three factors could be reasonably expected to contribute to preservation of many products. Now a bit about temperature first, which is an extrinsic factor. Many people will recognise that temperature control is key to extending the keeping quality of food. This is because, with some exceptions, the microorganisms that will be most problematic from a safety and quality perspective will grow well within a certain range, certain temperature range. Within this range of temperature for optimal, while this, sorry, while this range of temperature for optimal growth is relatively narrow, at roughly 25 to 35 degrees Celsius, the temperature danger zone is an important concept in food microbiology where between 5 degrees and 60 degrees Celsius, any contaminating microorganisms can be expected to grow, given long enough. Important exceptions to this would be Listeria monocytogenes, which is a psychotrophic pathogen, and various Pseudomonas species, such as Pseudomonas fluorescens and Pseudomonas fragi, which are psychotrophic spoilage bacteria. Now, psychotrophy is a key concept in shelf life and is different to microorganisms being psychrophiles, since low temperature storage doesn't stop spoilage or unsafe food from developing, but merely delays it and in fact selects for the growth of these bacteria. Therefore, while refrigeration is an excellent means to extend shelf life, one must be mindful of the possible presence of psychotrophic microorganisms and their dominance in refrigerated foods over time. Now, if you go to the blog post, the uh, written actual blog post, the two further intrinsic factors that I will uh, discuss there are pH and water activity. But what I want to do now is just go over the difference between psychotrophic microorganisms and psychrophilic microorganisms because I introduced those in the previous section on temperature and they are absolutely critical, the 
the concept is extremely important to uh, to understand to distinguish from one another. So psychotrophic microorganisms are those that have a optimal temperature that is similar to mesophiles. So 25, 30, even uh, between even higher between 30 and 35 degrees Celsius. But they can grow, albeit much much uh, slower at refrigeration temperatures. So we're talking about 4 degrees Celsius or lower. Whereas psychrophiles, on the other hand, must have low temperatures for growth, typically below 10 or 12 degrees Celsius. And it's rare for them to be able to grow above about 15 degrees Celsius. And they can grow down to 0, uh, zero uh, degrees Celsius, so the freezing point of water. Thanks very much and take a look at the written blog post. Bye.